is episode 30, Which LMS System is Right for You, with Chris Badgett and Joshua Millage. Hello and welcome to the Online Course Coaching Podcast, where we deep dive into all aspects of online course creation, from concept to marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Hello and welcome. I'm Tim Cooper, and I coach experts in all fields who want to expand their reach, share their knowledge, message, and passion, and inspire people to live more fulfilling lives. For over 30 years, I have taught in the workplace, workshops, in the classroom, and online. And if you have a message burning inside you that needs to get out into the world, contact me today. In today's episode, I'm joined with Chris Badgett and Joshua Millage, and we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of the various learning management system platforms. So we're going to be talking about Udemy and Teachable and WordPress plugins such as Lifter LMS. Now, Chris and Joshua are co-creators of Lifter, so most of the WordPress plugin conversation is going to be about Lifter and the features and benefits that it's going to bring to you. Now, in the past, I have shied away from recommending that you host your own course on your own WordPress site. And the reason for this was my own experience when it came to stringing a number of WordPress plugins together between the LMS system and the eCourse plugin and the affiliate program and then onto my website. And inevitably, something ends up breaking. There's a weak link in the chain. And of course, all the plugin developers say that their software is is running fine and it becomes an absolute nightmare to try to work out. The difference with with Lifter is that it is a complete system out of the box that you get your learning management system and your e-commerce plus a whole heap of other features outside of the box. So you, you don't have to have this Frankenstein of WordPress plugins to actually get up and running. So Basically, their focus at Lifter LMS is to get you up and running quickly with the minimum of fuss. Now, we ask this at the beginning of every show. If you've got any questions, any topic that you would like me to cover, or any instructor or person that you would like me to interview, please email me at asktim at ecoursedomination.com. Or if you believe you have something to share with the audience, contact me at asktim at ecoursedomination.com and we'll get it organised. And as always, you'll find the show notes for this show at ecoursedomination.com forward slash 30. That's the numbers 3 and 0. That's ecoursedomination.com forward slash 30. So, without any further ado, let's cross over to the interview. So hello and welcome to another episode of the online coaching, well, the online course coaching podcast. And today I am joined by two, at the moment I've got one, but I am joined by two very skilled and experienced instructors and also uh, platform developers. So at the moment I've got Chris Badgett. He is the co-creator of Lifter LMS and also the co-host of the very, very informative LMS cast podcast, which I highly recommend you guys also get on to. I've been enjoying catching up with uh, all those episodes. So welcome, Chris. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here. Awesome. Can you just, uh, just just to get people up to date, can you please let people know just a little bit more about you and like your background? 
Sure. Uh, my journey into technology and teaching online is a little bit untraditional. Uh, it started in Alaska. I spent a long time in Alaska actually training and running sled dogs and then managing a helicopter supported dog sled tourism business on a glacier. I had like 30 employees, a couple hundred sled dogs that I was run, helping run a business on. Uh, during that period, I got really into, uh, as a hobby, WordPress. And I, I was all really into leadership. And I started getting into influence and marketing. My traditional background is actually in the social sciences and anthropology. So I came into this whole thing from the side. Uh, but I loved uh, training. I love training animals. I love developing people. And a lot of my stuff is my experience kind of comes from a roots kind of place like that. Uh, over time, I got involved in WordPress. I started creating my own online courses, which Joshua and I tell a funny story. When we first launched Lifter LMS, our WordPress LMS plugin, uh, about how it all started with breakfast. And I literally <laughs> sat down at a uh, kitchen table in a house I was house sitting and gave myself a goal to create my first Unimi course in one night and launch it about how to make the perfect omelet. And I know that sounds kind of funny, but that's, that's how my journey began. I ended up creating a web agency. Uh, my company, I merged it with Joshua's company, Codebox, and now we operate together and we, we do client services and we build product. So that's kind of, and we build specifically Lifter LMS as a LMS plugin. So that's my journey. That's where I came from. That is fantastic. And who doesn't like a perfect omelet, hey? And, <laughs> yeah. but, but I mean, it's, it's, it's these simple things that, and people think they've got to come up with these far-fetched ideas, but people just want to know how to do the simple things in life sometimes. So absolutely fantastic. And welcome, Joshua. Thank to you. The, you know, to, welcome to Blab as well. So now we can also... The other, the other, the other side of the, the dynamic duo is Joshua Millage, and so Josh, can you just introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background about about you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name is Joshua Millage. I'm co-founder with Chris over at Lifter LMS, and uh, man, I'll try and keep the story brief. But I, I guess you could say I was born into education. My, my both my mother and my father are educators. My dad was a a college professor and my mom was a, a first grade teacher. And so needless to say, uh, life was a little bit like living in a study hall. <laughs> you couldn't get away from it. You had both sides of the spectrum there. Um, fell in love with technology really young. Uh, when I was really young, there's a picture of myself, one-year-old Josh with my hand on a 1986 uh, Mac mouse. And my dad just jokes because he's like, I totally did this to you. Um, but I think as I got older, uh, I was really fascinated by movies like The Matrix, where it was like, is it possible? Like, how how can we speed up learning? Like, and and how can we lose no quality? I just love the scene where the you know the guy kind of taps into his brain and downloads like, you know, karate or whatever whatever it is. And 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 I was like, man, I I think like maybe we'll get there at some point. But like, I want to participate in that. I want to distribute knowledge and, and and figure this out. And so I had an opportunity in my um, my undergrad degree, and I've always been very, very scrappy. And my, the, I was the dean of the business school's uh, assistant. So the story goes: I'm, I'm in my 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 undergrad degree, and I'm I'm very scrappy. Like I, I think what I learned in school was how not to do school, but how to get through school in creative ways. And so this was 2010, and I told my my the dean of the business school, I said, you know, there's an opportunity here because in the U.S. there's absolutely no jobs. 
uh, or, you know, people are getting out of school and they're just, they're going back to school because there's no jobs. I said, but if you look at the demographics, the students who are going back to school, they want to travel, they want to do things quickly, they want it now. What if we like re kind of engineered the MBA programs here at Azusa Pacific, where I was at school at the time, and we made a 15 month MBA that, you know, you went to every continent other than Antarctica. She goes, that's a brilliant idea. Instead of writing your thesis paper, why don't you design that program? And I was like, sweet. I don't want to write a thesis paper. I'd rather figure out how to travel the world. So I did that. And then at the end of it, um, the, the program was, was really taking off. I mean, we sold all the seats for that program really, really fast. And she goes, well, why don't you go and beta test it and make sure that it works well? And what we found was by pulling people out of the typical learning environment and putting them in front of in different situations, culturally and in different business situations, people were learning faster and retaining more information. Um, and so I saw that in the physical world in an actual classroom. And then through the course of creating uh, Codebox and then merging it with Chris's company, we all just kind of agreed we wanted to focus and we were in really, really deep into marketing automation. We wanted to pivot out of that into learning and take some of these things that I've learned in my past about switching the classroom, flipped classrooms, online learning. And what can we do here? Um, we fell in love with the WordPress community. We love the open source nature of the WordPress community. Um, and so we decided to, to jump in with our WordPress plugin, Lifter LMS. And it's been an incredible year. Um, you know, over the past year, we, we've learned a lot. We've, we've remained bootstrapped. And so dealing with constraints, I think, uh, it's been really healthy and forced us to focus on what matters and uh yeah and we're just we're chugging along moving forward we've got some amazing plans for the end of this year into next year and uh we're just excited to to talk with people like you too tim and and just spread the word of this kind of online um education revolution that's taking awesome. place right now because we know it is it is a big big industry it's not like one 157 billion by the end of this year they reckon just off the top of my head and obviously that that's, that's taking in uh, everything uh, search for education and that sort of stuff, but it is a growing business. Okay, uh, you sort of mentioned you know you've touched on on some of it, but I just want to sort of say why lift the LMS. Like you've you know, you're talking about your you're talking you've spoken about you know, your passion and, and your past and your and your interests. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, I'm Australian. We have some crazy words here. Okay, um, <laughs> so but 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 specifically. Why and 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 as this, as obviously as we go along and discuss, we'll talk about the existing platforms and the pros and cons and and and, and what people should sort of be looking at packaging and how they should be packaging and, and publishing their, their information to get it out and about. But but just but just briefly, guys, why why Lifter LMS? Well, I think uh, I mean choosing the technology should always come second to like getting really clear on. What is your unique value and what are you going to teach? How are you going to change the world? How are you going to build a viable business around that? So I think sometimes the car gets a little in front of the horse and we look at the technology. So I, anybody out there who's getting into it or, or just getting started in teaching online, I mean, that that topic that, that you're going to teach on and the audience you want to serve and the message you want to bring and your differentiation in the space and how you want to build a real business that can support you and grow you got to handle that stuff. But then it then comes the technology. And, um, you know, we've taken bits and pieces. We've built a lot of just straight up membership sites. And we have an episode on LMS cast 
And we talk about this a lot about learning management systems and online courses are kind of beyond what happened with membership sites in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. And you shouldn't really just use a, a learning management system to act like a membership site, put up a paywall, put some content behind it. The opportunity is so much richer behind that wall. And there's a lot you can do with free courses too, by the way. But um, so yeah, but once we get past that and we're really into engagement and learning and teaching, um, we chose WordPress. I mean, like you mentioned, $157 billion industry e-learning. Also, um, you know, WordPress powers 22% of the web. I mean, it's a tool that's democratizing education or democratizing publishing and uh, development. We're building on top of that. We're standing on the shoulders of giants with the goal of democratizing education. So that's kind of our big picture view. And then in terms of like the technology that goes into Lifter and how we've chosen to differentiate, we looked around the space. We really wanted to focus on engagement. We wanted to make it accessible through WordPress. Um, and that's kind of like why Lifter LMS. And, and we really get a, a good kick out of help, helping people launch successful platforms. Either some people just buy the plugin. We have client services that we do it with as well. But um, seeing somebody come in who's like a subject matter expert and then having them, helping them craft their online course and sell that and watching them become successful is, there's nothing like that. It's it's so great to do. And there's different people, you know, there's the subject matter expert, there's the corporate trainer, there's the, the regular traditional education system person who wants to have a little bit of an online component. And we can serve all those markets. But, you know, for us, we've kind of come in the door through the uh, helping the solopreneur market person. And we're not against other platforms like the Udemy's or the Teachables or uh, Coursera or whatever. We think you should always do that stuff, especially for lead generation. But we're big believers in owning your own content and owning your own platform as well. Yeah, a couple of things to add to, like, I think in the, the one of the things that about the WordPress LMS landscape is we were, um, we wanted to dive in and provide a full suite of tools to the, the online education entrepreneur and not force them to string along a bunch of plugins. So Lifter has really four key components. It has LMS features, which allow you to build a course, you know, the course hierarchy, assess students with quizzes and that sort of thing. Uh, there's e-commerce component. So you don't have to go and install any sort of e-commerce plugin. You can immediately out of the box take payment with PayPal. Uh, we do have some premium extensions if you would like to use Stripe or Infusionsoft or something like that. Um, in addition to that, we have engagement. So you don't need a marketing automation platform. You can actually generate uh, emails from WordPress to your students based on actions they complete and they don't complete. So if they haven't logged into the course for 30 days, you can have an email shot from WordPress, you don't have to have Infusionsoft or anything like that to engage them and bring them back. Um, and included in that engagement umbrella is also certification and gamification. So you can award award badges, we call them achievements, based on things that they're completing again or not completing too. You could literally award a turtle badge if you haven't seen someone who for a while or say, hey, you get a badge for being slow. You know, you can have fun with it. I mean, the power is there for you. Um, and then uh, the fourth component is membership. So we actually have a full-blown membership suite involved uh, built into Lifter. And the reason that we did this was we realized that a lot of people were struggling finding WordPress LMS plugins that played well with 
membership sites because people wanted to sell multiple courses and packages and also create kind of a course prerequisite hierarchy. So with Lifter, that's all built in and, and ready to go. And so um, our goal there is we don't want the education entrepreneur to really get stuck at the technology level. We want them to be able to execute quickly, really focus on their content. Uh, we've made it incredibly easy too to just build I think we have best in class, best of anything I've ever seen in terms of building it, a course really quickly. It's just a matter of seconds. You can create the whole hierarchy and then input content right away. Um, so those are, from a technical standpoint, why we're different. And then the last thing I want to add there is that I would pit our community against any other community on the planet. We have the absolute best user group. We have an incredibly active Facebook group. Uh, very supportive Facebook group. Everyone's sharing their courses, course ideas, what they're struggling with, how you can help. And I think that really adds a whole new layer to what we're doing. And I think it shows, um, I'm just, I think I'm actually most proud of that. I mean, I'm, I'm a technologist, so I love the technology, but I really love the community that's formed. And, uh, and they chat with us all the time, right, Chris? Yeah. yeah for, <laughs> it's pretty fun. For example, right after this call, I'm getting off and uh, we don't hide, like we, we're accessible. So I'm going to, uh, I have like an open office hour that I get on when P, if people have pre-sales questions and that kind of thing. It's just, we like to, that's one of the ways I think we're different is that we're just, we're here, we're real people. We also use our own products. So we're, we just want to connect with people. That's a big part, the community piece. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's definitely got my, you know, Lifter definitely has my, my interest for, for a number of reasons. Um, but we'll just, we'll just sort of backtrack there because you, you said a couple of things. Like people's expectation of courses has really changed. And we'll, we'll also like to uh, welcome everybody in that sidebar who's listening as well. Welcome along. And please, if you've got any questions whatsoever, if it's on topic, just put a, a slash Q and then your, and then your question into the chat box and, and Joshua and, uh, and Chris will, uh, will answer that. But welcome. And, and so people, people, um, have got a whole different expectation. I'm actually doing a, a course by, uh, Ryan Levesque at the mm -hmm. moment on his, on his, uh, survey funnel thing. And the, uh, he's got, like, he had this, like, no, no, the good old fashioned off warrior forum type two hour video stuff. And people don't want that anymore. And he actually had requests for his videos to actually, you know, chop them up into 20 minute bits. So people have got, people don't want to sit there through a two and a half hour video. Nobody's got the time with the busy lives. And also it's, it's just a pain to sort of say, well, I got up to the 27 minute mark. I'll come back and watch that later. So this is, this is why you know, sort of more robust systems have to be put in pl place to, to, to build a better experience for, not, not for the student. And also now you're talking about your engagement and everything else. And if you've sort of listened to some of my past podcasts, you hear me moan and groan about what pushed me away from hosting my own, because uh, I actually tried to do my own courses on my own site before I actually went to, to Udemy. But what, what happened there, I had, I had a WordPress plugin for the LMS, I had a WordPress plugin for the uh, e-commerce, I had a WordPress plugin for an affiliate program, I had a, a host and trying to try and put all, all that together and 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 i'm i'm technical i've had I've 26 years in the computer i'm a computer programmer for goodness sake and yeah. it all felt pieces to me because everybody was saying well it's not it's not my component my component's working fine mm -hmm. so and then then and then and then we tracked it back to my host anyway so the idea of uh because i'm a, look i am i am so for hosting your own 
stuff, having it on your own site. But the reason why I haven't sort of been pushing that so much is because of my personal experience and couldn't really sort of in all in all conscious say, well, I couldn't do it, but go and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's so that's then when I started to, to look at things like like Teachable and Zenla and that sort of stuff, where you don't like they, they they take care of all that tech stuff, but then you still like if you want to have a membership and have all that all that extra functionality, it is costing you money every month to do that. So you, so you are giving up money sometimes up to you know, ninety nine dollars a month US. So that's a that's a that's a lot a lot of money to hand over for functionality that that looks like it's just coming straight out of the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing too is. And I don't know, each platform is different, but I think that the thing to be conscious of in the future too is really what is, what's the intellectual property agreement? A lot of people don't, don't read that. And I can raise my hand there too. Sometimes I'm just like, I want to build the course and jump on Udemy and click the checkboxes. And I think it's important too, if you're really trying to create a, a sustainable business that you make sure you understand what legal agreements you're getting into. That's the beauty of what we're talking about with WordPress is, we want you to own it. And again, we don't shy away from uh, saying you shouldn't go to Coursera or Udemy. You should, but you should use that, in our opinion, to cast a wider net to bring people into your pillar courses that you own outright 100%. Um, so it's, it's yeah, and I, and I sympathize with the, the struggle around creating uh, and stringing plugins together. That was my experience prior to the, um, prior to creating Lifter LMS was, trying to get A and B to work together. And then I got out of e-commerce. Oh my gosh. And everything just kind of breaks. So um, we've, we've definitely solved that problem with Lifter LMS. And, and the, another exciting thing too, is we've created a hierarchy of services. So if people are love the idea of Lifter LMS and they're still gun shy, they're like, I just don't want to, I just don't want to touch the content at all. Um, we're piloting a service right now called boost that is essentially a done for you lifter LMS system. So you provide us the content. We'll go in, we'll configure your WordPress install, install the plugins, even input all your content if you'd like us to. And you can literally have your own 100% owned by you lifter LMS install and, and course business essentially up and running in, in five day, five business days or less. So it's really exciting. Um, we've had like a hundred percent positive feedback. People are so excited and. I think the most exciting thing is actually some of the people who have gone through that process with us once have come back again and again, because like in everything we do, we're, we add a lot of coaching and we really get engaged. I mean, it's not, I think it, I look at it like, I mean, people are, when you're bootstrapped and you don't, you, you, everything is very uh, meaningful <laughs> because everything really matters. You don't have a boatload of cash or anything like that. We really understand that our customers are our lifeblood and we, we treat him really well. And I got my hats off to Chris actually, because he manages all of those projects and um, they, 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 they come out with, I think a, a, a degree, an online course, how to like run an online course from Chris. Cause he just, he just gives that content away for free and naturally he loves it. And it's, it's awesome. So yep. mm. yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> just to echo Joshua's, uh, sentiment there. We are really focused on the problem. So like the problem of the Frankenstein of plugins, the problem of technology, the problem of like getting organized. So we like to really, you know, take a problems first approach before we look, do any features. So mm-hmm. for example, like we have our own cart system designed specifically for selling courses and that's it. 
And then um, we do have an optional WooCommerce integration. Like if you live in another country and need another payment gateway, we still got your back, but you are going to have to use Woo and whatever the Woo extension you need to sell your deal. But um, yeah, so that's, and, and thank you, Josh, for, for the compliment there. It's like working with online course entrepreneurs. They're just amazing people. They really are. And a lot of them, I think, are kind of isolated. I mean, we come together online, but the education entrepreneurs are often kind of like, they don't necessarily flock up. Like, I don't know of an event I can go to and hang out with a bunch of course creators. So it's cool to, uh, it's really great to interact with people and speak the same language and share the same challenges. What do you what what do you think though? Say somebody just starting out with their first course, they're very very new now. Would you recommend that they they go to a, a platform like Udemy first and, and and just cut their teeth, get a get a feel a feel for it? Because <clears throat> um, obviously there's 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 no cost involved. They can throw a course up, and they and obviously on Udemy they've got to go through a review process. So they they're going to get their their audio, their video, and stuff reviewed there. So so for somebody new. Who, who, who probably isn't that that confident or or in the know about about video production and everything else? Do you think you think that's a better way to sort of like cut your teeth on a like on a really small project, like even maybe a free project? And, and we'll come back to free as well with you no know, on your own side as well, because obviously that makes great lead magnets. And I'm doing a survey at the moment, and I might pop a link in there too about um, you know what people's biggest hurdle is at the moment. And, and, and it, it all comes down to, to marketing and, and, and lead magnets, something else. But what's, what, now what's your idea on, on using these other platforms like Udemy? I think it depends on the person. <coughs> if somebody has already built a WordPress website or, you know, uploaded a video to YouTube or Vimeo or something, maybe they can go their own first and roll their own website and just don't, that's a cool thing about uh, using a, a WordPress site is you can make a site for just one course or you can make a site that's like a collection of courses and degree programs. But if you're going to do it just starting out and you do have some technical chops or have a friend that does, uh, you know, you could just build a, a buy a domain name related to your course and just try to do it. If you can build, publish a blog post, you're probably ready to start publishing lessons, embed a video, audio and so on. Um, but if you don't have technical experience, uh, there's nothing wrong with going to a, a system like Udemy. And that's what, that's what I did. I, I mean, I could have built a membership site, but I actually went to Udemy because I wanted to see how they did it. And um, it kind of teaches you the basics like, oh, okay, course, section, lessons. I can drag and drop. I can move things around. Um, so it really depends. And then there's two types of people I've found. One is like the big picture top down. They build the framework the skeleton first and they go fill in the holes. And then there's the bottom up grassroots people who just start. All right, I'm going to make lesson one. I'll see where it goes. You know, right. so either way is totally viable. And, you know, whether you roll your own or go to a hosted solution, you can take both those approaches. But I think it's important to realize that neither one of those approaches is better than the other. It just depends mm -hmm. on your style. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things I'd add as I think back, as I think about our customer base. Um, so I'm going to assume that the, what we're talking about is primarily solo education entrepreneurs who are, who are building and selling courses online. Um, but we have a lot of people in our customer base who don't do, or they, they, they do online courses, but they're really focused on maybe selling, building a course internally for their organization 
um, train for training purposes, or maybe they're selling to credentialing, uh, uh, you know, medical interpreting training, stuff like that. Those cases, I don't think I would suggest you to me first. Um, I think that you really want to own your content. There's also security around that, that sort of thing. Education entrepreneur. And do you have a list? How big is it? If you don't have an email list or you don't have, I would agree. Come out there and start building relationships. I think, uh, already. I, I, I think we've just lost, have, lost. So I guess I have to click there to, to let Josh back in again. I think he's been having some internet issues there. I think I've well, got his, uh, I think I've got his point where Josh was heading and, and it's a really important point is if, do you have an audience already or not? And if you mm. don't have an audience, you know, building that email list, getting that early traction, um, if you already have a website and you already have an audience, even if you're a little intimidated by it, maybe roll your own. But if you're starting from zero, you can leverage Udemy's audience to get that early traction. So mm. Mm, I agree, and, that, and that's something I've always said too. That if you've got your if you've got your own audience, because look, I think look, I don't want to take anything away from from Udemy, and I don't want to be seen as as as, as bashing bashing Udemy up. But you, they do have lots of rules. Right, and if you got, if you want to play in their sandpit, you've got to play by their rules. But their rules are just getting to a point where, and now, and, and now they're getting onto instructors and, and talking about their, you know, their tone of voice and 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 and, and, and you know, critiquing, critiquing their presentation style. I'm thinking, who, like you can you can have somebody you know, giving an absolute gold and, and okay, and he's not using pitch and pace and he's not jumping around everything else, but. If he's if he's still speaking and interacting, don't don't sit there and and, and, and like I know a very very successful well known instructor on you know, on Udemy who got who got picked on by Udemy, uh, Udemy because wow. he wasn't. Um, so I think I think think that, and I've actually heard a lot of feedback from from other from other people like you know, in my uh, in my research and, and people contact me through the through the podcast saying that yeah this is this is the point where things are starting to sour a bit for some people with. With some of the the impositions that, that Udemy is putting on, mm-hmm. and I think to, the, the, and then the, the major issue then you know, with Udemy, apart from all these these rules and constant policy changes, because then you're always right. And now, now they've got this three strike policy. So uh, if you've got fifty courses and they change the policy, you, you've got to go back through and look at all those courses to make, make sure that you, you know, you're in line. Otherwise, you can get booted off. You know, but 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 the the thing there is that they have the email address. So even if you Send so if you if you generate your own traffic and you, and you send somebody across there, you're build, you're building their platform, which you know which they are protecting like you no, know, like the earth, and, and, and that's why you know you can't you can't do this and you can't do that and you can only contact them so many times. They're right. protecting they're protecting their, their their platform, but where's it for you? So 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 you're so you're doing all this promotion and, and marketing and emailing to your list. You're you're you're, you're building you to me. But then Udemy is controlling you. So I, I, I agree wholeheartedly that if you already have a, an audience and, and a following, then just jump, jump straight on to your own, to your own site. And what I like about, what I understand about Lifter is that you don't have to have like a sub, a subdomain that you can actually run Lifter off your, off, off your prom, off your primary domain, which makes things a lot easier too, as far as when it comes to hooking into all your courses and that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, you can plug right in and just add it, add to. Uh, there are cases where I would recommend a subdomain if you really want to keep the school separate, but if you don't need to, just pop it right in with everything else. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Janet's got a question too, and I've, 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 been, I've actually been on her list for a while. I've got to get her on for an interview. She's got to respond to me. Okay, so if you own your traffic, well, that's that's right. That's what that's, that's what we're saying. Why why go to Udemy? Um, and... And um, Collar says, for a first-time course creator, do you say LiftRMLs would be easier? Okay, this is this this is a good question from 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 Collar from Great Speech Co. So for a first time, so we're moving away from from Udemy. So he's got his own his own audience. Lifter versus a platform like Teachable. I would first ask him like what his uh, his website experience is. Like, does he manage his own website? Okay, what we'll do, how about we have how about we bring him in and have a chat, eh? Let's do it. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Come on in, Collar. <laughs> hey, Hello, Morgan, Morgan, man. wasn't <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> Surprise. Well, you, might, you might as well uh, take advantage and have a chat. Yeah, hey guys, thanks for that. Uh yeah, cool. Um I mean, yeah, I've got, you know, kind of very basic website experience. I've my wife has got a a WordPress site for her business. Uh, I've been playing around actually with Wix to design some other sites. Mm -hmm. So kind of functional experience, but I'm, a, I, I find sometimes WordPress with plugins and stuff like that a bit tricky. So teachable seemed fairly straightforward to me, uh, which is what I, I was going to do as I always say to Tim is him his recommendation. <laughs> uh, but I was listening to you guys whilst you were on the blab i was going through lms lifters looks pretty cool so i thought i better ask the question but i'm in my pajamas because it's that time of night in london so i wasn't expecting to be called on but uh, hey why not it's okay well thank you for getting well, out of bed um i think i think that uh it, it really depends and I, i've noticed that a lot of people discount their wordpress or their website experience just the fact that you have somebody's already built a site if you can create a web page if you're playing with Wix, a content management system and a learning management system aren't that far off from each other. There's always that step where you have to get familiar with like the WordPress way or the teachable way. Um, but it's really, there's going to be a learning curve no matter what. Um, and especially if, like you said, your wife ha has some experience with WordPress, um, you know, that could help. I mean, in some, some cases, I, I almost say try both. Like put two two horses in that race if you can, and um, you know put them side by side and see how it goes. Because at some point, if you're going to own your own platform and own your own content, you're going to need to do it eventually, or get get good at hiring people to do it for you. So I mean, that's the outsourcing industry and um, you know small project. Uh, web development stuff is like, it's just a booming industry as well. So you don't always have to do it yourself. Sometimes you just have to lead it. Now, mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm a bit of a freak. I like to make sure I understand how to create it if I'm going to have it. Because, you know, if I outsource it and then something else goes wrong, I'm, I'll just be forever outsourcing. I'll just <laughs> rather, cr you know, crack on and work it out. Right. I agree. And that's uh, real quick, Josh. One thing is we're big believers in not building black boxes. So Absolutely. if 
you know, we feel your pain. Like if like something comes back and it doesn't work and now you're stuck, like yeah. we try and everything we do to never create that black box. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's, there's a couple of resources too. I mean, Chris has, uh, if, I don't know if you want to mention them, Chris about WordPress website in a weekend, you've got some WordPress, uh, courses out there that people can take just to up their game on WordPress outside of LMS. And then, um, we have a full blown course on how to set up and manage lifter LMS. That's, um, uh, extensive to say the least. And in addition to that, we have our community of people who are all there to support you and help you get it up and running. Um, I don't, I'm not very familiar with teachable. I just pulled open the, the webpage right here, but I think that, um, the other thing I would do is just run a, just have a spreadsheet of what the, the cost of teachable would be. Uh, with the percentages and how many seats you look at yeah. uh, selling versus what it would, what you would save by owning that content yourself and, and managing yourself. I don't know that business goal, but I would, inc- I'm a, that's how I think I'm always running numbers. And I would just look at that too. Cause if you're pushing a lot of volume, um, 10% up to 5% with 99, I don't know. You just have to run the model, but it's something to consider. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I mean, I was stuck it, in there too. Sorry, sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. And say, like in the past, yes, I have been sort of promoting or recommending sites like Teachable or uh, Aka Fedora over your own site because I said just because I hadn't heard of Lifter at that stage and just the experience that I've had that if you're not overly techie, then you can get yourself into trouble and a lot of heartache and a lot of headache if, you, if, you, if you've got to be starting to put this this puzzle of different WordPress press plugins together, then if one part st- stops working, then why has that stopped working? Is it is it that or is it this or is it and and sometimes then you, you end up with this this tech headache that we've actually got to hire somebody to actually run your you know, run your your WordPress site and and then you know you're losing sales because people can't get access. So that's so saying so like if, if you're totally non techie and you don't want to and you, know, you You've still got more control over your site at somewhere like Teachable because then you're not, you know, they're not selling us, they're not cross promoting you with, with, with competitive products like, like, like Udemy is. But, but no, as I said, I'm very interested in, 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 uh, in the, it's definitely got my attention because it's, it's, it's out of the box and it, it's, it's, it's not a matter of having to plug all these different things together, if you know what I mean. Like it's out of the box. And so you don't have to be, uh, a technical whiz kid to be able to put it together. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of the cost, to be honest, I'll pay if it's easy. <laughs> I think it's kind <laughs> yeah. of the, the way I look at it. So I'll, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if like, if LMS, you know, I see it looks like a, you know, upfront cost or whatever, but if it works and it's easy, then great. A teachable looks relatively kind of user friendly and it does everything in one. So that's why the five or 10%. I'll take that for the for the peace of mind because uh, cool. IT problems are just yeah they're not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. Good question. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for dropping in. <laughs> yeah, All right. Bye. Bye. Good seeing you. Yeah, that's a that's a very um that's a that's a that's a very valid point is so it, it, it depends on your comfort level as well. And, and, and sometimes people, it's like outsourcing. How much time do you have to, to, uh, to spend on these, uh, on, on potential problems? Now, obviously, if you're going to be hosting yourself, 
Now, with Lifter, so you have to organise your own um, media server as well. Is, would that be correct? So, so, so you, you need a you need a, do, a domain host, and I'd recommend somebody who's who's reasonably uh, rep, no, reputable that you go have good solid uptime and there's good security because people love to hack sites. So, so make sure that that your that your host is is. But but on top of because people don't understand that you don't want to put your your course, your, your videos on your host, because then all of a sudden you're going to chew up your your monthly bandwidth in a, a in a snap, and then it's going to start costing you your squillion. So you're going to have to start looking at something like say Wistia, Vimeo, uh, Amazon. What's it? Uh, that's what I've got. Yeah. Yep. The, so so you've got so so that's some more sort of. But you're saying, look, you you you've got boost. What so? What media host do you recommend to your people? I think, I mean, that's one of the cool things about WordPress and Lifter. Like, we we definitely wanted to be able to work right away with nothing extra, and then you can scale into integrations as needed. Um, you can, in fact, host your own audio and video in WordPress. Audio and video, I don't recommend it. I would take audio before I would take video, and a lot of it depends on the power of your hosting account, which. We work with hosting accounts of all levels, stuff that costs like nearly free or $3 a month up to $1,000 a month, like really premium cloud hosting. So you can scale, you know, but a lot of people are starting with a basic hosting account. And I recommend, you know, the Vimeo and like Adam Silver is saying uh, Wistia are some excellent premium uh, embed services for video. And then SoundCloud, we've had a lot of success with for audio. And um, yeah, like if I was going to keep it super simple, like what I would do is I would get a, you know, a popular cheap hosting account on a service like GoDaddy or Bluehost. I would install WordPress with their one click install. I would install the Lifter LMS plugin. Uh, I like to sell with credit cards on my site. My experience is I get about half sales PayPal, half sales credit card. So I would buy the Lifter Stripe extension and then I would get a Vimeo Pro account. And uh, if I was doing audio as well, I would also get SoundCloud. So there are, I think it's important to be realistic about what you need to do, but it's definitely good to manage your, especially video and audio with those premium services. If you're, if you're rolling your own, this is one of the costs of rolling your own. Hmm. There's another... There you go, George. Yeah, there's another thing about the about lifter and and this is more talking about the future and where we're headed but one of the things that my research and knowledge management has kind of fallen over into lifter that i that I want to bring is that not every course is created equal and what i mean by that is you have courses that are reference based courses you have courses that are focused on behavior change and you have other courses that are more about teaching a process so example of this would be like a how to lose weight course is a behavior change course. A course on how to program in C++ is more of a process. You're teaching a, a, a process that kind of builds. Then you have a reference course, which I think is more of like a Facebook ads training course. There would be a bit of a process in that, but really, I mean, Facebook's changing every week. So you got to put a new video up and you're referring to different things, but it, it changes too fast to really create these long linear courses. One of the things we're doing with Lifter is we're going to be coming out with a number of themes that speak to these different types of course archetypes. So you drop a theme in, bang, you've, all you do is plug and play, 
your weight loss training or your meditation training and to the behavior change course and you're off to the races. If it is a process, you're teaching programming, maybe you're teaching how to cook an omelet like Chris, you just plug it in. It's already built, ready to go. These are things that the, the hosted companies, they'd give you one size fits all. You got to make your course fit into their template. And so that's not, I, I'm a little hesitant because I'm telling you something that's probably going to be coming out in about three, two to three months, but it's something we're really conscious of. And with Lifter, the cool thing is you'd be able to plug and play different templates and see how it changes your engagement and your retention of your students. Um, but Chris mentioned, and I think it's, it's, it's very good to mention that, um, uh, that you can, there is layers of technology that you have to be conscious of at the foundational level to do the WordPress way. Um, it's obviously the one that we're biased towards and we're fans of, but it's not as simple as, as a, as a, what, you know, a Udemy does. But then again, there's a bunch of pro and cons, which we've, you know, kind of gone through too. So sorry to digress, but that's one of the things I'm very excited about because I think we can actually change. We can take content that people are already creating and by structuring it differently, have better outcomes for our students. Awesome. Now, as, as Chris mentioned at the, at the top of the show, it's also good for, for free stuff. And now we're talking list building, lead bait, lead magnets, whatever, whatever term, terminology that you like. Now you can put a pre-course anywhere. You can even put a free course up on Udemy. But the point is that if you put a pre-course up on your own site, you have their undivided attention. There's no cross or competitor marketing and pre-courses are, are a great like a, like a very short course is a you know, is, is a great offer for a, a, great, a great exchange for for a email address, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think the other thing is, unlike a, just a standard drip sequence mini course, which I think are great. I don't want to take anything away. If you can create a deeper relationship with someone through a free course that has some just basic engagement triggers as well as gamification, and I think you need to use these consciously. You shouldn't just have like badge 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 like in your face but it creates a whole different experience than someone who's just receiving a video in their email you know i mean you're really giving them this vibe of like i am an instructor i am a teacher i'm not just some guy sending you emails but i really care about your learning you can show that in a free course you know built on on something like lifter which is really for me really exciting because i'm all i've always been focused on how do we scale the human touch and i think by doing uh, executing along those lines you can you can do that really well Especially, I just want to add, like, with the, uh, the free course scenario, uh, if you are willing to throw in, like, a, a blab once a month or some kind of live element to your free course, who does that? Like, while everybody else is trying to do an ebook download, create a really engaging free course, maybe put an hour of your time once a week or once a month in, into it to make it blended, to blend in that live high-touch interaction. That's like list building, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's. I said I think you know we just we, we discussed this before, and that's and that's the way that I'm heading down. Like I'm, I'm putting a very sort of introductory course together for Udemy, but my my premium course is actually going to be delivered live via. Well, I don't know. I haven't I haven't decided on the on the platform, but it's going to be you know, delivered live to a. So there's going to be an enrollment period. There's going to be a limitation to the number of seats sold. And then those people are going to come on live for you know, for the course, and then obviously it's going to be recorded. And I'm saying this this is what we talk talk about turning presentation into education. Now we've got um, a heap of 
uh, <laughs> gone absolutely crazy in the sidebar here. Some some questions here, like guys. If you want to skim down, though, you know, see those little blue questions. Oh, Chris, this is a good one for you. So, uh, can you talk about the community within Lifter LMS, Facebook, or within your platform? Sure. So I think you're yeah. you're like a, the 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 chief of the the online Facebook group. So it's really good. <laughs> Maybe maybe we could get uh, Janet from Get Social Health in here too. That would be cool. Um, it's been yeah, it's been really cool. It's been really uh, intentional from the beginning that we wanted to also differentiate mm -hmm. based on community. Hey, Janet, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Finally, <laughs> yeah. Janet and I hail from the same part of the world. I think I'm originally from North Carolina, and Janet's over there somewhere. We found out recently. Um, but yeah, the the community we're all about it. Like I said, we don't hide like. Um, you know, we, we try to put on live events, have an engaging Facebook group. Um, yeah, we're, we're actually, this is a spoiler for the future. Some Josh and I are working on today is we're actually thinking about in the future, putting on a, a live event where we build courses, build, like build an offering around like a premium group that we're going to help do everything in our power to launch like incredible platforms. But that's like the expression in the future. Like every day, you know, we've got our help, our help systems in place. We do the best we can to do that. And we're always listening. Like I have huge spreadsheets and I'm in this in the right now in a system of retooling that to make sure I'm capturing all the feedback and prioritizing it. Cause this is a, a really interesting industry in that. You know, you, there's not really a one size fits all and people, it's almost always like 80% there. And then you got to do some custom stuff, which is what makes WordPress so good. But I'm constantly like looking for like, where's that, where's that trend? Where's that problem I can solve that is a mass problem that we can put into the core, roll our own plug in. And I'm really listening to our community about those kinds of things. And it's really cool to see them like in our Facebook group, helping each other and offering ideas and things like that. Okay, Facebook group. That there you go. That's the answer I was looking for. And why am I not in it? Yes, so, <laughs> check it out. Dang it up, dude! Somebody send me an invite. <laughs> lift, and lift I will take all this yeah. crap I've been doing over here on the side, and I'll go put it in the Facebook group, and I'll get out of your hair. So. That's awesome. Um, so, can I ask you a couple questions? Sure. All right. So. Uh, Joshua, you may not remember this. You and I had a very lengthy conversation last totally March. Oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> Love you, man. Okay, so I one of the challenges that I face in doing online course development is that the vast majority of the people who appear to be developing courses are doing uh, basically uh, what I would say is, is B2C, business to consumer, individual purchasing, my own pocket. I want to learn even business tools, I want to learn uh, programs, I want to learn to bake a cake, whatever, but I'm spending my own money. And my whole goal is to go after businesses. And uh, particularly, I do social media healthcare, big surprise there, get social health. So I actually have made and sold a course to um, a state medical society. Yay! Yeah. Nice. And now I got 49 other states to go to and <laughs> times every one of, you know, then now name another vertical. So, you know, we've got yep. pediatricians and family medicine and yada, yada. So that's kind of the area I'm going in. But it's a slightly different sort of thing because in some cases, like the case I just sold, 
the medical society purchased it on behalf of 200 physicians. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and therefore they need uh, access to a free course, but in a controlled environment and, and, you know, the community building actually isn't that relevant. So, um, so some of the tools that are out there and the examples that are out there just don't fit my model. So that's why I'm looking for folks to, you know, chat with and, Ooh, I see that. We've got plans for you, Janet. Awesome. We've got I don't know how, Chris, I'll let you, you're the product lead, so you can share different ideas that we have on the horizon. But this is, this isn't the first time we've heard of this. And I think it's a, a huge pain point in the industry right now. And it's definitely on our, our radar of how do we, I, I'm guessing that the purchase flow happens like something similar, like the, the agency comes to you, they send you a purchase order for whatever and amount and say, I need a hundred seats, right? Right. Or something like that. And then you have to figure out a way of like, how do I onboard a hundred people to the right course? But you don't want each individual person to be implementing it or putting in a credit card and because that's not, you know, that's not their purchase. It was their organization's purchase. Right. So we've thought about this. So Chris, um, do you want to? Yeah, this is that, uh, that product roadmap spreadsheet thing <laughs> I'm talking about. Um, it's, it's essentially a way to sell seats and there's different pe people actually are trying to do different things. Another example that you could use the same system to sell offline, like imagine like cards on a wall at the drugstore for like a course with a redemption code on it. Like you could sell a brick of those to a store about something. It works in the same model. Um, but yeah, it's something, it's something we're working on. Um, I also just want to add that if you're, you know, really serious and passionate, and maybe you can't even explain why you're so excited about online courses and you really need and want to build a real business around it. If you can find a way to go up market B2B where you can sell in volume and find that sweet spot in a niche like that, that makes sense that you have experience or could go find experts and build the experience pool to like go for it. You, it's often easier to get up to B2B than you think, you know, especially with your good content. But I, I can just say, Janet, that we're, we're working on that. Um, I know it's one thing to sell a lot of seats. It's the other thing to also have the person who buys it be able to like keep an eye on it, which is very common in corporate training mm -hmm. scenarios. So there's a little bit, we've done some custom sites like that that have Lifter at the core, but I'm looking at ways to bring that into uh, you know, to make it possible for that situation and um, whether or not like it's a certain area of the site or it might be a good case to use a subdomain if you need to like spin off like this is for this hospital, but you still own the platform and now you're getting recurring revenue based on how many students are in it. There's all kinds of ways to yeah. do it. Uh, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. And maybe I'd love to connect with you some point and just hear more about your ideal like, what are your needs? What are the problems? Where, right. where can you not find a solution? What's the right? Because yeah. I'd love to be able to offer, you know, it, it great to have a course that's X dollars. It's 197 or maybe it's 497 because it's healthcare and I can charge a lot more. And, and I sell a hundred of those and I'm happy, but yeah. to be honest, if I can go to this medical society that has 13,000 members, 
and say, I can give you to this. I can give this to you for a buck a piece. Mm-hmm. Woo, I'm yeah. happy. Right. Yeah. So, so that's really, I'm looking for student scale because ideally yeah. I'm going to sell it to them for a buck a piece, but I know only 10% are probably going to end up taking it. So, yeah. you know, do they, do I have seats? They're waiting for them. I upload an Excel spreadsheet and it's waiting. Do I give them, okay, it's just a code and you just yeah. enter this code and it's a free, you know, so there are a lot of ways to skin this cat, but definitely I really want to have a platform that that isn't going to serve the 100. It's going to serve the 1000 or more. Yeah. Right. I, I will say one, one last thing is if you were trying to do that today with lifter, um, you build a site for it and you sell offline, like through fresh books or something. And then you create a coupon code. That's good for so many uses that to match the sales you just did. That's, that's kind of the way to do it now, but I know there's a better way, a bigger vision and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's my, my only follow up there was, yeah, let's, let's have a chat. Cause I have a couple of questions for you, Janet, and we can dialogue via email or, or set up a call because there's a couple of questions I have around how much management the customer wants of their students going through the course, but you know, it's never one size fits all. So the more people right. we talk to, the more features or, you know, what, what that offering looks like is really important right. to us, but thanks well, for bringing will, it up. Cause oh, absolutely. I just I I got off a phone call and that was what we talked about right before this blab. So. All right. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So wh- where do I find you guys in Facebook? Are you going to send me an invite or We're do I just go stock you down? Sweet. I'm a lifter. So, Hey, I'm a lifter. <laughs> Wait, is that our nickname? I'm a lifter. <laughs> Awesome. Well, listen, you got somebody else coming in. I will hop out and keep listening. How much longer are you guys going to go? Uh, probably maybe 10 or so. We'll see how right. we'll it go. Depends on, depends on questions in these guys' time. So Cool. Uh, I look forward to talking to you guys. And Tim, Let's do it. you too. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. See you, Janet. Bye. I've got, I've got something else to throw in there too on, on the same topic because I've, I've actually approached – different uh, businesses, educational businesses, actually, to talk about taking some of their theoretical content and putting it up into an online course. And the stumbling block that I, I have with them is that they're worried about people pinching their their videos. And, like, how do you go about securing your videos? Because, you know, I suppose if anybody wants to pinch your content, they're going to, they're going to pinch it. The, no, they're going to pinch it, aren't they? It's, it's very hard to, to secure... No, I could, I could, I could probably I say can that tell you, I can tell you a best practice with that. Um, like uh, Vimeo Pro, you can say this video, it can only be played on the X website. But just like, uh, <clears throat> you know, in Hollywood or whatever, if somebody like holds up a video camera in the movie theater, they can just put it on YouTube or the Internet. Exactly. Screen there's, capture, only, I mean. there's only so much you can do. Mm hmm. It's tough, but so like you know, when you when you say like when, when you're talking, you, you know, you're going out to these these companies and and, uh, and now you're going B to B. Obviously, their their biggest issue is how do we keep our content secure so that, that right. it doesn't go out to to general public. And I said that, that there are there are steps you can take, but saying at the end of the day, if somebody wants to steal it, they're going to they're going to steal it. It's true. Yeah, I've yeah I've seen people go to the craziest degrees to protect their content and you know geolocated logins and all this stuff and at the end of the day it just takes one person with the screen capture device and it's out there and uh so i 
you, you do what you can, but yeah, at the same time, if someone wants to be malicious, it, you, it's hard to, you can't really stop a screen capture, you know? And I just want to add, like, if you're at the very beginning, it's really um, compelling to use like an unlisted, unlisted YouTube video for free to like start building your courses. And that's okay. That's a good place to start. But sooner or later, you're going to want to move into the Vimeo or the Wistia, which is like, I believe, $199 a year, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. two to $300. And it's, a, it's one of the first big investments that's really important. And you can tell those services like, do not allow this video to be played anywhere else. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty useful, definitely. Awesome. Guys, so is there anything that we? <clears throat> goodness gracious, is there anything that we haven't contact uh, uh, discussed during this uh, during this chat that you uh, think is important? I think it's been a phenomenal chat. I. I'm just figuring out Blab. So thank you for introducing it to me, Tim. It's That's been fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think if anyone has any questions, they can reach out to us over at lifterlms.com. Um, they can find me at Jay Millage on Twitter. Chris is at Chris Badgett. And um, yeah, LMS Cast is our podcast too, that we put out mm-hmm. uh, an episode every week. Uh, who knows? I mean, we just did one with you, Tim, which will be out shortly. We'll let you know so you can let your community know about it. But we might have to start doing blabs, Chris. This is a lot of fun. So awesome. And maybe we can get uh, Adam Silver in the hot seat. He was, I actually met Adam at a WordPress business event in, in Mexico that I went to recently and he runs a WordPress podcast. Oh, right okay. on. Um, so uh, Adam, if you want to join in and, and say hello or have any questions for us, we'd love to have you. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, uh, like I mentioned, the community is so important and education entrepreneurs can be kind of isolated. So it's so great to have hangouts like this mm. to get together and, and um, share ideas. So thank you for, for putting this on, Tim. Yeah, it's no, been great. Really, it's, it's been fun and, it's, and, it's, and, and welcome to Blab. And, this is, and, and we know that Blab has just partnered with another company called PodClear, and they are really starting to to cater for podcasts or you know, podcasters so um it's going to be interesting where they you know where they where they take this but i i love the blab environment simply because of the interaction because as you know as podcasters when you, you know when you're sitting there and, and, and you're talking like just talking out into the ether and, you, and and you get you're getting no sort of indication on the on the temperature of the audience whether they know whether they're hot or cold of what you're saying whereas whereas here you're getting uh, instant feedback people, people can jump in and ask questions, have a chat, and it's just it's bringing well, it's bringing conversation to podcasting. So it's uh, exciting stuff. That is really exciting. So we've got another question. Oh, when is the next podcast episode? We try to do one a week. I believe they roll out uh, of LMS Cast. Is that the question, Janet? Uh, I'd yeah. say so. Yeah. Every Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday. Yep. Every Thursday, you can find us on iTunes. Um, also, they're all screen. Chris and I and show off our faces. You can go to YouTube, <laughs> so that's another place you can find us. But Adam, LMS no worries, buddy. LMScast.com. Yeah, Adam says he can't jump in, but we love you, Adam. Next time. <laughs> that's okay. Cool. So, so to the audience, is there any last questions that you have of Josh or Chris or myself before we call this to an end? 
and while we're waiting to see whether anybody's getting for the questions, guys, thank you very so much for your time because you know, we're coming up to the hour, so we've helped you now have your time. But this is something that is is very it's, it's a great topic because we just don't know what is the best way and the best places to put our courses that are going to suit us as individuals. So it's always good to put these these options out in front of people and to explain you know, the pros and cons between between everything. And to say like LMS. Sorry, Lifter is uh, is something that I'm definitely going to be looking at uh, in the near. I don't I don't have a I have a course for it yet because I'm I'm still bit I'm still building my premium course, but uh, I'm very very keen to get to get my courses back onto my WordPress site. So it's it, it sounds like the, the solution for me as well. Awesome. Okay, so I don't I don't think we've got any more more questions coming in. I think it's all uh, it's all. Thank you. Thank you for. Everybody who, who's come along and participated in the chat, it's always great to see. And that's why we do our podcasts on on, on Blab because we you know we love you, we appreciate you, and uh, it's uh, it's exciting it's exciting to have you along. And I can take that that last question there. Um, does Lifter LMS have a landing page integrated? Our approach to that is uh, like with a course sales page. We give you the option to have a different page displayed whether or not you're allowed to see the course or not. So a lot of people use the non-logged in or enrolled view to have a sales page. And then once the user logs in, they have more informational. There's no testimonials. You're, you're in the course now. So uh, I hope that answers your question. We've also seen other people use other services to like landing page services to drive traffic into their, their courses or their LMS platform if they're doing a really specific promotion. But uh, yeah, the main thing is just that course description that can be different depending upon if you're allowed to see it or not. Awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much for your time. It's been absolutely brilliant. And thank you, everybody who attended. It's it's great having you on board. Well, I hope that sheds some light and answers some questions for you as far as whether you should be looking at going to your own site and using something like Lifter or whether you want to stay on Udemy and play in their playground and, and play by their rules or whether you want to go to another solution like Teachable and pay a monthly premium. See, there's pros and cons to everything. Obviously, owning your own content on your own site is the ultimate goal because now you are in total control. You can send people to your website and you can have them there. They are locked in. They, you've got their complete attention. You can show them other offers. You can get them to opt in to lists and you can present them with whatever information that you like. So it is the ultimate, but no, it does take a little bit of technical knowledge. But as Chris and Joshua said, they do have their boost program coming up where they're going to be happy to set that up for you as well. So there are options. And as I said, this podcast is just all about showing you what is available to you. Then it's up to you to do some more research and work out which one is going to be best for you. And once again, the show notes for this show with all the links and resources can be found at ecoursedomination.com forward slash 30. If you found this episode useful and you're enjoying the online course coaching podcast, I would really, really appreciate it if you could pop across to iTunes and leave an honest rating and review. Not only do your ratings bring a smile to my face, but they do help the podcast rank and 
get in front of more people and the more people who can listen to the podcast, the more people that we can help. If you leave a five-star review, I will also give you a shout-out on the show. So send me an email telling me what country you're in and that you've left me a review and I will give you a shout-out. And lastly, thank you. Thank you for taking the time and listening to my podcast. I know we live in a very busy world and we have so many options. We've got so many things fighting for our attention, so many distractions. So simply by taking the time and listening to this podcast, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And until next time, you take care.